Buongiorno and welcome to the Global Podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest trends and insights on diplomacy in international development. I'm your host, Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Techum Global Consultancy, based here in London, which produces this series. In this podcast, I sit down with thought leaders, diplomats, and experts on the field, as well as provide analysis from our own team at Pax to talk more about the need for diplomacy in international development in order to foster political will around greater social impact and good. So grab your headphones and let's get on with the show. On today's episode of the Global Podcast, I want to take time to discuss the notion of economic sanctions, particularly those imposed by the United States. Recently, the European Union has set up a mechanism to bypass U.S. sanctions on Iran. These were sanctions that were imposed by the United States in an effort to renegotiate the terms of the 2015 nuclear agreement. This was an agreement that was signed to prevent Tehran from building nuclear weapons in exchange for sanctions relief. Now, this helps small and medium enterprises to set up a payment mechanism to secure trade with Iran and skirt U.S. sanctions after Washington pulled out of the nuclear deal this past May. Now, this proposal of financial instrument has been a key element in the EU strategy to keep Iran from quitting the 2015 agreement, which, of course, the European Union in itself is not a particular fan of President Trump's quick change of negotiation. Now, this is a huge risk for the European Union, for if it backfires or it doesn't prove successful in keeping Iran engaged and allowing for SMEs or small-medium enterprises to trade with Iran accordingly, then it would lead to even larger blow to the EU's image as a global power. But with these talks on sanctions, what exactly are they? We hear them all the time, we hear them in the news, we hear them from the past. But what do they do and how do they affect the country that they are targeting? But more importantly, how can businesses re-engage with them once they've been lifted? Now I have my own experience working in a country subdued by sanctions. From 2016 to the very end of 2018, I actually worked in Sudan on and off, which has been under both an economic embargo and heavy sanctions from the United States since the early 90s. Now, there are three things you should know about economic sanctions in general. The first of these is that they are meant to put pressure on the country receiving them in order to cow themselves out of any policies or so-called discrepancies which are considered a proper threat to the nation that is imposing the sanctions. For the case of Sudan, this was done by the United States on the grounds of Sudan having hosted Osama bin Laden in the early 90s. Second, sanctions are the preferred method of American foreign policy against states since the fall of the Cold War. The United States has imposed them on Russia, North Korea, Syria, Sudan, and a plethora of other countries. Now, it's important to note that not all sanctions are the same. Some sanctions are full throttle, as the ones in North Korea and in Sudan, where the United States not only refuses to trade, but also refuses to engage with any company that trades with the sanctioned countries. Others can be actually a little bit more specific, such as with the U.S. sanctions on Russia, where it's actually key Russian businessmen and entities that are actually the target and are prevented from trading with the United States. This is done mainly in retaliation for what the U.S. calls disregard of international norms, as recently stated by the White House. 
Now, the United States isn't the only one that conducts sanctions. Even the European Union as recently has used them, particularly against Russia, over the invasion and the occupation of Crimea. But it's important to note that the most significant state to use them in the world today is the United States, and other countries tend to follow suit. Third, and finally, one thing to know about sanctions is that they don't really work. Or, well, not quite true. In actual fact, their effect is up for debate. At least for the case of Sudan, it wasn't the government that really suffered from sanctions, but the people instead. Because of sanctions, economy stagnates and crumbles, leaving widespread unemployment and decaying infrastructure. Worst, if the country's in conflict, such as Sudan, development programs to help the country nation really advance itself would be denied. Focusing only on the conflict area, as was the case of Sudan, where only specific humanitarian aid could be given to Darfur, but no investment or development programs could be implemented towards sustainable development for the country as a whole. This also includes donations. Indeed, sanctions can do more harm than good, and it is really hit or miss on their effectiveness. Some countries can just refuse to cave in, such as the case of Iran after almost 40 plus years. But while sanctions tend to pose a challenge for businesses and NGOs, what can they mean when sanctions are actually lifted? Time has shown that lifting of sanctions is a great opportunity for businesses to re-engage of countries to promote trade and commerce in order to stimulate the economy locally. In fact, after the lifting and easing of sanctions against Iran back in 2015, after the signing of the nuclear agreement, a slew of European businesses and government contracts followed, which is why the European Union is so eager to maintain the ties of Iran despite Trump's tirade. Lifting sanctions provides a new frontier for businesses, including small and medium enterprises, in a new international arena. But even better is the potential for sustainable development and a greater social impact. With countries like Sudan, who had their sanctions lifted back in 2017 by US President Trump, years of conflict and neglect have left gaps in multiple sectors within the country, such as the medical sector, education, technological, banking, and so much more. This is a right moment for opportunities and for companies with a more socially minded focus to really make a difference and penetrate the market and get into a section where it's needed. And the level of political will can be quite astronomical given the country's openness for any form of development and economic growth. Providing services or program for an NGO that's looking to enter the country, which leads ultimately to sustainable development, will not only help the country pick itself up on its feet, but potentially provide jobs for marginalized community who have suffered because of the actions of their government, in particular the youth, and this can help generate economic help for the country. Impact investors themselves can provide investment where government is failing to make progress, such as paved roads or electric grids. The opportunities during post-sanctions are numerous in order to really make a dent for social impact, which means the re-establishment of sanctions on Iran will not only hurt businesses engaging there and those who have been engaging from within the country, but also the very people whose lives depend on the impact of global trade in order to see an own improvement and impact in their lives. When you sanction a country, you're not really sanctioning the government, you're imposing it on the people, and that will always have an adverse effect both on the country and on the globe. That brings us to the end of this edition of the Global Podcast. I'm Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Tech and Global Consultancy, which produces this series. Please do check out our website at www.paxtechandglobal.org. That's P-A-X-T-E-C-U-M-G-L-O-B-A-L 
www.pathwayscenter.org to discover more about our work. You can also follow this podcast and the work of PAX on both Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Join us next week for another edition, and until next time, grazie e ci sentiamo presto. Ciao!